Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Events Daily. Top stories today. The militant left, a crowd of them, chased Senator Cinema into a bathroom stall. Yes, that's right, screaming at her and recording. We'll get into it. Next, an NBC reporter caught desperately running damage control for Joe Biden at a NASCAR race. Third, Anthony Fauci, Dr. Fauci, endorses school vaccination mandates for students. And finally, Twitter is censoring a story about VITT. What's that? We'll get all into this and more up ahead, Human Events Daily. All last year, we warned about the rise of the militant left. We focused on Antifa. We focused on BLM and the use of radical tactics, physical tactics. Now the left is turning on their own as we always told you they would. I wrote a book about this. Go to antifabook.com and read it. Now we see Kristen Cinema, a US Senator who teaches at ASU was out teaching her course and afterwards was chased down the hallway by a pack, really they're a pack, a mob of rabid leftists screaming at her. They go into the bathroom filming her as she rushes into a bathroom stall screaming the entire time. If this was AOC, if this was Republicans, if this was conservatives with MAGA hats, they'd be screaming insurrection and they would call it an attempted assassination. Take a look at this video. Uh, if, for, for those of you watching on the podcast, I apologize, but I, you'll be able to see the audio, but understand that they are in the bathroom and they're screaming, just it looks inches away from the Senator. Take a look. Within six months of not having the ability to make, to, to make money. Will you support the Build Back Better plan so that we can have justice and, and solutions that we need for immigration, labor, climate change? Build Back Better, pass the bill. 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 Undocumented. Understand what we're seeing here. This is an example 
of stochastic targeting. What, do, what is stochastic targeting? What do I mean? The media and the Democrats spent weeks demonizing who? Kristen Cinema. They were going after her. They were saying, she is the problem. She needs to be taken down. She needs to be stopped. She needs to be removed from being an obstacle to the Build Back Better agenda. And what are they doing? They're in the bathroom screaming Joe Biden's slogan, Build Back Better, at her. A Democrat senator. Understand the radicalization process here. This is something you've got that fake Facebook whistleblower out there talking about the radicalization cycle, the cycle of misinformation. No one is talking about the radical left. And there's a reason why. Because they serve the purpose of the ruling class in the United States of America. If this was against the ruling class's interests, you know that these people would have been identified and arrested immediately. Now, I have heard that Capitol Police is getting involved in this incident and that Nancy Pelosi has said to take it seriously. But understand, the media isn't even touching this story. And there is a reason why. It isn't that there's double standards. There is a standard, and you gotta understand what it is. They're in power, and you're not. They can do whatever they want. This is anarcho-tyranny. They can get away with breaking the law. You're not allowed to. Understand the situation. They want you to be a serf. Coming up next, Team Events continue. Daily continues. So you've got to watch this clip now out of the NASCAR race at Talladega down in Alabama last weekend. So uh, Brandon Brown is the driver. This is his first victory in NASCAR. Seems like a pretty good guy, by the way. His social media has some pretty cool, uh, pretty funny videos on it, et cetera. But this isn't what the point is. And so, you know, God, God bless Brandon. But go and listen to the video because the crowd there... They're chanting a uh, certain ubiquitous chant that I think has been going around the entire country right now. And uh, it, <laughs> I'm not going to say it because people know uh, if you follow me for a while, I don't do profanity. But there is a certain word that they uh, say and then they add the words Joe Biden after that. You've seen this at a lot of college sporting events and now they're doing it at a NASCAR race. But the point isn't necessarily what they're chanting, right? Of course, that's, you know, very trolly, et cetera. But listen to what the NBC reporter does when she hears it and the chant becomes so loud while she's interviewing the driver. Take a listen. Thank you to all of our partners. Oh my God, it's just such an unbelievable moment. Brandon, you also told me, as you can hear the chants from the, the crowd. Let's go, Brandon. Brandon, you told me you were going to kind of hang back those first two stages and just watch and learn. What did you learn that helped you there in those closing laps? Oh, my God. It was uh, learning how each line didn't uh, stay to one and everything shifted top to bottom. So okay, so what we've done is we're, we're bleeping that first word, but listen to what she said. And it's very funny and it's hilarious. So, of course, we support her. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. So now, we, now I've got the PG version. So now I can say, you know what, folks? Inflation is up. Gas prices are rising. They're absolutely going through the roof. China is encroaching on Taiwan. 80 fighters across their air defense identification zone, across the Taiwan Strait. Vaccine mandates going across the country. Unemployment completely stagnant. Stagflation across the board. Let's go, Brandon. 
Let's go, Brandon. No, understand what she's doing there. In real, you are seeing a media psyop in real time. What is a psyop? A psychological operation. She is creating, and you can tell, by the way, because you hear she's kind of laughing in the clip, or I want to break this down, uh, or as the critical theorists call it, deconstruct. I want to deconstruct what's going on right here. She's laughing because she knows, right? She, that's, that's the cognitive dissonance, right? So the cognitive dissonance in her mind is creating that physical mental split. And so that's why she's laughing because she knows she's lying, right? She knows that what she's saying is not true. When she's saying, let's go Brandon, she knows what they're saying. Everybody knows what they're saying, but she can't admit what they're saying. And she knows that she can't admit what they're saying. Keep in mind that nobody is in her ear saying, say, let's go Brandon, say, let's go Brandon. This is not some top-down thing where they're given orders at 3 a.m. talking points, et cetera, et cetera. No. They are hired because they follow the rules. They follow the narrative. They paint between the lines. They color between the lines, right? These are corporate apparatchiks, and they will do anything to maintain the corporate Democrat leftist line. They will maintain that narrative at any cost, even at the complete cost of credibility. Solzhenitsyn said something about this, right? Uh, they know they're lying. We know they're lying. They know that we know that they're lying, and yet they lie anyway. Understand what that means. You are seeing the propaganda being created in real time. You're seeing it, and everybody knows it. And nobody speaks out. Why is that? Because they refuse to admit what's actually going on in this country. They refuse to tell the truth. And so you can see, and I actually love this clip. I actually am really glad that she did this, that she provided this opportunity for us to see how it actually works. The people are doing something. We can see what's happening. It doesn't fit the narrative. So the reporter comes up with a new narrative supplants that on top, right? That's the psychological operation. Supplants that on top of what's going on, and that's what gets pointed out. So then, if this, now I don't think this is gonna happen, but let's just do it for instance. Now for instance, if hypothetically, this story were then written up, that reporter's opinion, which is a fault, by the way, completely false, not based in fact, would then be written up as the narrative. That would be the headline. Nowhere would it be mentioned what the crowd was actually saying. So that would be written up, and then the network anchors would repeat what she said, and that would go on, and this would be whispered down the lane until the point where it goes out on widespread mainstream media, and nobody knows what's actually going on. This is why social media is so important. So go follow, by the way, um, I believe it's Jewish Deplorable was the one who posted this in the first place. Go follow that account. Great account, great guy. Twitter keeps trying to take him down because he goes in and finds this stuff and there's so many people on Twitter and so as long as I have a platform here at Human Events Daily, I'm gonna make sure to highlight these accounts that are going out there, that are putting out these great uh, content cycles but also finding clips, finding clips that aren't being portrayed by corporate media or trying to be downplayed because this is why they wanna shut down social media. Again, this is why that fake Facebook whistleblower is out there uh, promoting censorship. They don't want anyone competing in the narrative space. Coming right back at you. So a lot of people
I've noticed online are responding to what Dr. Fauci's latest pronouncement was, and the RNC was pushing this, a lot of people were talking about this online, that he said, I don't know if we're going to be able to gather for Christmas this year, right? He said that on, on some interview this weekend, and that's hilarious, right? Barack Obama can have his massive birthday parties, college football stadiums are absolutely full, the Met Gala with AOC and everybody's out there, like cut the crap, right? Nobody, nobody believes that, right? But here's actually something that he did say this weekend that I thought that was a little bit more uh, pervasive and possibly more important to share with you guys and that's one of the things that we do here at Human Events Daily, right? I'm going to focus on what I believe is the direct line, the true signal, the bottom line up front to understand what's actually going on, to understand what's most important, and maybe something that's overlooked, but is going to be more important to you and to your family, to your health, to your nation, etc. So take a listen to what Dr. Fauci said this weekend that nobody is talking about. We've seen such an uptick in infections among kids and low uptake of the vaccine in that 12 to 17 range. California just mandated it um, as of January is the estimate. Do you think other states should, should follow suit? Well, I agree with what Governor Newsom did in California. I mean, I'm not going to getting into the local issues only to talk about general principles that people need to realize that having a vaccine requirement for schools is not a new novel thing that is very peculiar or specific mm -hmm. to COVID-19. We've been doing this for decades. My own children could not have gone to school if they had not gotten vaccinated with the measles, mumps, and rubella. So when we see pushback on that, it's as if this never happened before. It's actually ongoing with other vaccines. So let's do it with a virus that's very, very serious. Mm -hmm. And as you just mentioned with the numbers, Margaret, has caused an unprecedented number of deaths and infections in this country. Listen to the weasel words right there. This isn't peculiar. This isn't specific to COVID-19. Sir, you are mandating a new vaccination that just came out for children. And you want that across the country. Nobody's buying it anymore. We get the situation. We can see the VAERS database. We understand that there are other vaccinations out there that have been on the books and have been in use for an extended period of time. People look at this, they look at the data, they track things back there in a constant state of this, right? Pharmaceutical companies, of course, have to look at the data, at the signals that they're getting from the VAERS database to understand what's going on, to go back and see if there are any other adverse side effects that they can get in and that they can then look at so that either goes to the label or they can reconfigure the dose, et cetera, et cetera. There's a million different things they do. This is the law. This is what's actually promulgated by CDC and FDA. That is guidance, that is policy. That is not what you're saying, sir. That's not what you're saying at all. You are acting as if none of that exists. And the only way forward on any of this is top-down mandates nationwide. And why is that? So there's two schools of thought of this, right? There's one school of thought that says, oh, well, uh, you know, the pharma companies make money off of the vaccines and that's why there's mandates, right? And, and, and obviously there's some truth to that. But I, I want to point out something else. The rise of scientism in the United States, the rise of scientism, this idea that every single thing needs to be 
quantified and then proven through academia before anyone can put it into use for the next. So everything has to be a policy approved by academia and the experts before we can agree to it as a country, before we can act as a country. Right? There was a, a good meme video that was going out around the weekend that said, you know, they had someone come up to a swimming pool and said, oh, I can, I can swim, I, I don't need a life jacket. And they said, well, the studies show that life jackets can save your life. And he said, well, well I'm, I, I choose not to use a life jacket because I can swim, I've been swimming for a long time, I've actually had lessons, I've given lessons. Um, well, they said, well, you know, actually, studies show that life jackets save lives, so we're mandating life jackets. They said, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm going to go without that. I'm going to make that choice. You're not allowed to make that choice. You need to wear a life jacket if you're going to be in our swimming pool. So understand what's going on. Why don't we talk about COVID-19 directly and truthfully? Why don't we talk about comorbidities? Why don't we talk about the fact that there are people that are at greater risk, and those are the people who obviously need to be careful. Those are the people that need treatments. Those are the people that need help. Those are the people that need to be looked after, 100%. But you can't impose this on everyone else writ large. You may not be interested in medical tyranny, but medical tyranny is interested in you. I don't know how many times I'm gonna have to keep saying that until you all understand it. And this applies, of course, to freedom of speech. You are not allowed to speak out against medical tyranny. You are not allowed to say things that fly in the face of medical tyranny, or you will be silenced and you will be censored. Story from the post-millennial yesterday. Twitter tags obituary of woman misleading reportedly died from vaccine-induced thrombotic thrombopenia. What does that mean, VITT? That's blood clots. That's the blood clotting that, that went on. It is a side effect that has come up. This is a 37-year-old healthy woman, Jessica Berg Wilson, reportedly did not want to get vaccinated, but did so in order to participate as a room mom at her young daughter's school, Seattle, Washington. They put up the, the obituary. This, this is a very sad story, and, I, and I'm sorry that I'm getting a little emotional talking about it. She's, she's 37. She has two little kids. So Kelly B., um, Kelly Bender, puts up a tweet, and she wrote, Seattle, Washington, Jessica Burke Wilson, an exceptionally healthy and vibrant 37-year-old young mother with no underlying health conditions, passed away from COVID VITT. She did not want to get vaccinated. Rest in peace. And then there's a link. But then Twitter wrote that that was misleading. Now there's a huge public outcry and Twitter took it down. But then Gina Carano, uh, the actress who was fired by Woke Disney, quote tweeted this, and then they put the label on Gina Carano's tweet. So the censorship continues. And again, understand, the theory of the overstate confirms this, the axis of authoritarianism between the US 1% and the CCP, which is the 1% of China. This is overstate theory. You are not allowed to speak out against medical tyranny. If this has been decided that the narrative must confirm this, then the narrative must stand. And nothing that opposes the narrative can be allowed to exist. Watch this clip. Can you tell you've got a blood clot? So the, the signs and symptoms of, of this particular type of blood clot, so it's a very unique, so it's called vaccine-induced thrombocytopenia, which is a reduction in platelets, so low platelets, which means you're more likely to bleed, platelets help with clotting, thrombosis, which is the blood clot, but it tends to affect 
the vein that drains blood from the sorry the the vein that drains blood from the brain. Yeah. So uh, sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm going to have. I'm so sorry. I'm going to have to stop you there. This always happens to us. We've got to go to the weather. Sorry about that. Now to be sure, this story is anecdotal, as are many of the stories when it comes to COVID-19. But why is it that we get stories about people who die from COVID and those are allowed to spread, but then when we learn more about it, we find that typically the people had underlying conditions or comorbidities. But in this situation, this story, which was an obituary, all right, I, I, want, you to, I want you to just really confront that. And I want to put that in your mind and just soak it up, embrace it. Embrace the suck. They will censor obituaries in the name of medical tyranny, and they will say it's for your health. It's gonna get worse, folks. It's gonna get worse. That is why we are here, day in, day out, giving you the bottom line up front. The only way to stop tyranny is to fight it. That's, that's the only way, because if you sit back if you roll over, if you play dead, they don't care. You're giving them exactly what they want. I hate to end on a down note, but that's where we're going today. Come back, we'll be finished up here at Human Events Daily. That's all the time we have for today on Human Events Daily. I want to remind everyone, share this, like this, get this out with your normie friends. As I say, be the influence agent. Make sure that you're coming in every day for your daily dose of human events, your daily briefing. Think of it as the cliff notes of the internet. But before I go, in lieu of today's moment of history, I want to do something more of a moment of reflection because just before we started filming today, the news broke that Florida Governor DeSantis's wife, Casey DeSantis, has been diagnosed with breast cancer. Uh, the statement came out that from the governor that Florida's esteemed first lady, his beloved wife, has been diagnosed with breast cancer. Our prayers absolutely go to the governor, go to the entire DeSantis family. Folks, hug your loved ones. Get checked. By the way, that goes guys and ladies, always get checked. There's so many different things you need to get checked for. Just go, just do it. It's not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of love for your family. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore.